Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers You Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Healman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at life-changing services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to motherswhoknow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first, then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. Oh, welcome. I'm so happy you're here today. I'm so excited to uh, be talking to Jen. Jen is just one of my favorite people. I've over the years got to hang out with her through Mothers You Know, and often I've thought, oh man, I need to interview her. I wonder if she'd be willing to do a podcast interview. And so, yeah. And Jen's, she's pretty great. Like you can see the smile on her face just by listening to her voice. That's how wonderful it is. So Jen, hi, Jen. Hey, so <laughs> Karen. <laughs> it's fun to be here with you. Yeah, I know. It, it makes people nervous, right? To kind of think, okay, what am I going to say? And what are you going to ask me? And so, yeah, it's just so grateful that you're here and willing. And so let's just start in this place. It's just like everybody listening would just think, well, who are you? What's your story? Like, tell us a little bit about your family and where you're at. And something I've always thought is fun about you is I just really have a lot of respect for you and your husband's connection. You know, I just think you guys are a good team at working life out. Might be fun. Might be fun to hear a little bit about. Yeah, just, just, yeah. How did, how'd your family start? And then, then you got to this place with, now you have this many children. You're done. You're done birthing children, but you still have children. So tell us a little bit about you and. Okay. Well, you're so sweet. I 
Yeah, to not be nervous, I'm just going to pretend we're sitting out on your front pe- front bench on your porch and we're just chatting. <laughs> but yeah, so I, yeah, I met my husband in college and I think my real first major test of my faith, I think we all go through life and we have, we have to grow our faith. And my first test of my faith was I met him my very first semester of college and he had just returned from his mission and I was nowhere ready to get married, but the, I met him and did not want to pass him up. So we, we did date for a couple of years and anyway, and it, it has been the best thing I've done, but it was a tricky, like, oh no, heavenly father, this is not my plan really. And I had to change gears and submit. Yeah, that was the best example of submitting for me. Did you, like, what was your plan? That'd be fun to hear. Oh, my plan was, you know, go to college, go on a mission, graduate. I was doing nursing at BYU and I, anyway, yeah. So I just thought that was going to be my plan. And then I was going to, you know, after my mission, I was going to get married. So it, I just reversed it. And I got married first and then I graduated with my degree in nursing and I did work as a uh, as a nurse, but the mission's going to have to come a little bit later <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> Good. Okay. All right. And so you guys got married and, and you're planning on a mission later, but tell us a little bit about your family. So we have seven children. We have five boys and two girls. And that has been the greatest desire of my life was to be a mom. And so that has been one of the greatest gifts in my life. And it's a blessing that I wanted to be a mom so much because now that it's really stretchy, I remind myself of that a lot. (laughs) This is the greatest thing you wanted. And I do believe that. But I do know that, yeah, it it is pretty much, I think, for the parents. Parenting is for me and my husband to develop. And so, yeah, we have absolutely loved you know, raising our kids. And now we're at a place where we have, most of our kids are grown now and adults. We have just two left at home. We did have one of our sons pass away. And so he's kind of our angel that helps us from the other side, which is great because I need all the help I can get. So, you know, we've gone through that, which I think was a blessing for my husband and I actually to be able to grow closer. I remember we had a counselor when we were getting ready. We ha- Hiram lived for three weeks and he had a heart problem <clears throat> that they didn't think he would live, you know, a day. And so we knew we were preparing. And so I feel like it was a great blessing to help pull us together. I remember a counselor told us a huge, I can't even remember the percentage, 80% of couples that have a child die end up getting divorced. So you guys can really pull together or it'll pull you apart, you know? And so it was a blessing. I think it really strengthened. We had, you know, you have to work at it because you grieve so differently and we're still a work in progress. In fact, it's his birthday today. He would be 18 years old. And so we're, we're working through the emotions as we speak today. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, I'm so glad you said that out loud, Jen, just because 
yeah, there's moms listening out there that are just thinking, me too, right? Me too. And that's not really something we always talk about because it's not part of our story as you look at our family that everybody can see, right? Because people don't, might not even know there's a Hiram, right? Because it's not what we see. But I love that connection that it's so much a part of you still. Right. Yes. It has really been a blessing because of the fact that he is such an integral part of our family. I think the time we had with him was really key. And he just really, we feel like he's still a part of our family, very active part from another place. So yes, he's even for my, we had two children after Hiram and they have a connection with him without even having met him on this life. And so it's just strengthened our testimony of, you know, life after this and it go, it's bigger than this. Right. So yeah, great blessing for our family, but yeah, still the emotions 18 years later. <laughs> so it's good. Your mom heart heals and heals, but it's always a mom heart, which is a blessing, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. It is. It's a blessing, especially like sometimes it's like, well, I'm saying it's a blessing, even though I'm like, it feels like it's not a blessing, but yeah. So, yeah. So you have five boys and two girls and your girls kind of are like, obviously some of your boys were by each other, but don't you have like an, an older girl and a younger girl? We have a 10 year our oldest was a girl and we had all the boys and then we had our girl 10 years later. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So that, so, and what kind of things do you, what kind of things do you like to do? Oh, I love, you know, I love being outside. I love being active. I actually really love to sew and do organizing type things. I love decorating or just doing projects. In fact, my husband teases me all the time that I have a million projects going at a time. And so (laughs) one of my goals is like, get more, just a little more organized with my good projects that I'm doing. (laughs) I love electronic scrapbooking. I, I just love, yeah, I, I think, you know, life is so good and, but I do love, I, I love this group. This has been another thing of just connecting with people because I just love the interactions and the learning and growing and learning and growing is a big thing for me. And so the connections on top of it is huge, like a huge bonus, right. Of connecting with other amazing women. And so I really love that. I thrive off growing and learning new things, love learning and playing games with my kids. I know you and your husband like to travel. Oh, yes. Yes. That's a really fun. My husband really likes to travel and he's the spearheader, which is a blessing to me because sometimes I'm not, you know, he'll plan the trip, but as the mom, it takes, it's as much work almost to get ready to leave, to get your kids off situated for a trip. Right. So it's kind of super nice that sometimes I'm like, oh, is this worth it to leave? But then I'm always happy that I did every time. So when we, yeah, in fact, one of the, one of our funny goals we when we got married was we wanted to visit every temple. And when we got married, there were 60 
I think, no, I think there were, yes, like 62 or something. Right. And so now there's a lot more. We, we've, we were laughing because we've been to about 62, but there's a whole bunch more we get to travel to. So literally we'll plan a trip to go to a temple in a place that we haven't been. (laughs) So it's really fun. (laughs) That's so great. Wow. That's so neat. That's really neat. And I didn't know you sew that you liked sewing. I don't know about you. What do do you sew clothes? What do you sew? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have. In fact, I made my wedding dress, which was a big thing that that that's probably the coolest thing I've ever sewn. But this just little more as a mom now, it's like you fix things, right? You fix, you hem pants, you peg pants, you fix this shirt that's too big, you know? So it's more like fixing that I do now as a mom, but I love, yeah, or just making little you know, a ton of masks. I, I joined the mask that we made and made a million masks. And yeah, I, I think just more and little bibs. I had a, some cute baby bibs that I've made. So kind of more like yeah. just gift type things now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's something you listeners need to know about Jen is she has a gifting heart. One of the first gifts I ever received in the mail, like it, it came from came to life-changing services office it didn't come to my home but anyway they said there's something here for you I was like really what what is there for me so I said well I I can't wait to come get it so I drove to the life-changing services office and you know I was like who who is this right and it was the sweetest just nicest letter about your understanding of oh i just remember it i i wish i knew right where it was this very minute i do know that it's in that room over there in a closet in a box and i need the organizer maybe you should come help me and but anyway i just it was so nice because what you were describing in your letter it was almost like i was like i know right like that's my story that's the way i feel i feel that same way like reframing so many things to where you can say oh that's how applying the atonement to me looks that that's what jesus christ that's understanding jesus christ and his mission for me personally oh that's what that you know because i think you and i are both like church ladies right since we were born in the church yes raised in the church and a great family and you know yeah, and so you think, well, of course you know how that works. Yeah, I remember that, Karen, too, because I it's just in a, this, the beginning of my amazement with how you helped me connect dots and how you helped me tap into the power of the atonement in my life. And I, I, it was amazing to me how I had been in the church for so long. Mm-hmm. Over my whole life, I was, I don't even know how long ago that was, but in my forties and, you know, and, but you made it. So you taught me principles that I could practice that made it so I could feel the atonement more in my life. And I, I just felt inadequate to express how grateful I was, but I had to do something to tell you because it was so life-changing for me. And that has just started. And I, I feel more and more the same feelings for what you're doing and what you have taught in your 
classes. And to me personally, it's just amazing. So yeah, thank you again. I, I need to write you a, a million page book on how grateful I am for what I've learned here. <laughs> you really, you really don't because what's so, I think, yeah, what's so rewarding and just super compensating no matter what it is you've experienced it like as a mom like when you know boy have we worked hard on this thing and then you just notice because they're understanding it they're like they're they're fine they're okay they're gonna be okay like you have this moment of of I know isn't that amazing like I'm so glad that you like it too I think we all experience that as moms and so, yeah, I just have appreciated so much because so much of what we do here in Mothers, you know, with all the resources, it, you know, it really requires women participating and using their voice to be part of the connection so that the people who are listening or participating actually can learn, you know, from each other. And so that is your big loud neon sign thank you that's what that is is that you're just so so good at you know like you said you're a learner and a seeker and and yeah you I was telling Jen before our recording started I said and when I'm in meetings and I'm like I'm like okay I say how about talk about this for a minute it's like crickets crickets I can always if Jen's there, I think it's going to be Jen or her or her. One of those three girls are going to come to my rescue. And so, and I, yeah, I know there's so many times you feel like, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'll say, oh, I'll call in on this is what you'll say. I'll call uh, but Usually I have so much to say because it has been so life changing to me. So I have to hold back to let other people share. And so, if yeah, but I really, it's, yeah. It, that's so good, Karen, and mm -hmm. such a blessing for us in our lives. Every mom, I just feel like it has made me so much better as a mom to be here. And and when you talked about the connection and being like being willing to do that, I look back and it was really hard for me to be vulnerable at the beginning. Like I, that is not one of my natural things. And so I listened to the to the meetings, the live meetings without my cat like I just listened I don't even know how long probably a year I would say and I just listened and I didn't ever have my camera because I was like I just need to glean from their strength like I don't think you know I didn't feel I just I kind of went in thinking I just need their strength and I need to just glean and connect and I was just not at a place where I felt like I had a ton to give and so I had to really it was such a good cool process to work through that and listen and then start to put my camera on and start to participate and what a blessing because it is scary that vulnerability but man the rewards I've gotten back in my life of just a real connection with amazing people because I've I had to put myself out there and be scared at first right and so I'm so amazed at moms that you know, we're all on our own. It takes us all our own time, but man, so many of these amazing moms that just jump right in and just talk on screen and 
it's just, it is, it does bless us and it blesses us all. And so I just think we're, you know, wherever we're at, that's the beauty of this group is you're loved and accepted right there. And keep progressing, keep being vulnerable a little bit at a time and you'll be blessed tenfold for doing that. Cause I had to do that too, slowly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it is amazing how once you, you know, how they say, oh, you know, bear your testimony and testimony meaning, right? And then it just hits your own heart. Like, I do know stuff. I know stuff. Like, I, I do feel strongly about that. But sometimes until we answer the question or say it out loud, we don't even recognize ourselves. Like, I think I understand this better than I thought I did. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We're good. Well, and I think it builds that for people. I think you build that confidence in, you don't have to have everything together, lined up perfectly organized to be able to say something. You do know some good things. And I think you helped bring that out in me. And I think you helped the, the group and the moms bring that out in each other, right? Like we do know some good things we can contribute to each other. You don't have to have it all squared away, you know, at organized because mine is not, you know what I'm saying? That just so good to just be where you're at and come and give what you have. And it's men, you know? Oh, so. they, I, man, I'm going to write that down. And it's magnified because that is so true. I think that's so true. And, you know, so what is it that just brought you to think, I think I need that mother she know over there. I'm going to go check that out and listen to that, even though I'm not going to show my face or talk yet what was it that brought you yeah you know yes we so we had gotten familiar with the sons of helaman through my husband's calling he had worked with some other boys and so when one of our sons you know was struggling along those lines he we put him in and i just was so impressed with it that and in this group like just the you know the program for the young men was great we were reading the books and working with him and then but this mom group it was so amazing to me the life change that happened for me like I it's just I can't even explain it like really it's one of the greatest blessings where the Lord's made beauty from ashes where there was a time that I felt like it was the hardest thing that I had you know it was such a such a negative thing in my life that my son was at this place that we needed to be here but because of that and because I was introduced to and became familiar with this it it really has I feel like made the biggest impact in my life and what I've learned than anything else since then and so it's just super neat to look and see how the Lord can make beauty come from ashes where you feel like your whole life's burnt out, right? Like it's just that true of a statement that you're like, nothing can come from this, this ash pile right here, but the Lord's able to make that happen. And so, yeah, and we just really loved it so much. We just thought, man, we want these principles. We want all of our boys and you know, our kids to know these principles. And so we just like everyone, we just had the philosophy, my husband and I, that everyone is going to struggle because of our lives with technology. The pornography is not going away. 
and we all need to learn these principles. And so we just put our other boys in as well and had them learn a lot of these principles. And I just think, you know, they were able to take a lot of the good that this program has and just really learn some great skills. So it's been a strength, but I just think, man, what I've gained, it it's so huge, so huge. It's really been more me and what I needed. I really, yeah, I really need to think almost where I'm to the point where, man, I need to thank the Lord. And it's almost like I need to write a thank you note to my son for having that problem. But, you know, I just never thought I would be able to say that. And I just never thought I'd be able to see it as such a blessing in my life. And it just, that's the cool thing that hasn't stopped. I mean, it's been years since we've had anyone in the program. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I just keep growing and learning and getting better and learning more things that help me come closer to the Savior. And I just, it's changed me so much. I just will never stop because of the power and strength it gives me. Wow. That's so awesome. Yeah. So when you say, I've just improved, something is different. I've grown a lot. Like, can you put your finger on just like, let's say one thing, like put your finger on one thing, like I used to this. And now I this, like, because we talked about earlier the atonement, just an understanding of, oh, so more about that or anything else? Oh, that's such a good question. Yeah, I would, I think the first thing that kind of really set the foundation for me for progress and for connecting with the Savior was learning about the thoughts, the thought process and how every thought in my mind is not a trusted thought. And that that is a huge area where Satan gets in and torments me. And I just thought it was me. I thought that was, you know, must be fact, must be true, whatever. And so thinking and just noticing my thoughts and the fact that Satan is trying to torment me in my thoughts um, and beat me up. And that's where he's, he's trying to attack is what I believe about myself. I did not realize the connection between tapping into the atonement and my own thoughts and, and how, because I was having these negative thoughts about myself and the self-talk that I had kind of just was kind of my brain's natural path to take when I did something wrong or when something, you know, whatever, it was a negative. It was kind of like, oh man. And it was just these, this negative feel. And I did not realize that by speaking to myself in that way, I was literally blocking the Savior's love from being with me. And I never thought that I could do that. I never saw that connection. In fact, I remember I just read a conference talk where someone quoted the, the scripture, you know, nothing can keep us from the love of God. And I was like, except for our own thoughts, because for me, that was so life-changing that I was, I was feeling like, nope, you know, I would, even if someone would say to me, but the savior loves you so much, Jen, I'd be like, no, I'm not worthy of that. And I would kind of push it away, you know, like, even though I, I believed it deep down, yes, the savior loves me, but I wouldn't let it stay. I wouldn't let it. And so I was kind of keeping them out. And I did not realize that until I learned about this thought process of 
how Satan works in our thoughts. And it's life changing really, because you, the minute you start being gentle and kind with how you talk to yourself and you love yourself in that way of giving yourself grace when you make mistakes and, you know, give just, it's okay to feel this way. And of course you would feel this way when you've been through something hard or validating yourself in your heart, in your good, in your messy, everywhere you are, like just kind of loving yourself, almost like just, just hold your little heart in with love and kindness and grace and gentleness, like you would others, but doing it to yourself lets the savior's love come in. It's, it's amazing. So, yeah. I'm so happy you said all that. It was like so awesome. Yeah. It's so true. And, and it's so, yeah. So just, that's so good. So not every voice in your head is a trusted voice and addressing your thoughts. And so it's obvious that part of what you did instead of listen to negative thoughts was replace it with kindness and compassion and being nicer to you. Right. Right. Is there any, is there any other thing that you thought, well, now that I know not every voice in my head is a trusted voice, it, what else maybe did you like, cause that's a hard thing to change up years and years and years of, well, it's like my responsible voice. It's the voice that says you better do better girl. Right. Yeah. Not, that's not really it. Well, that's not really real, but we think it is. Right. And in that, in that place of our thoughts, and I think it's so interesting because I truly believed that shame and criticism was going to motivate me. I kind of believed really that that's the way you motivate. You just need to dig down and keep going. You know, you don't, you don't. And so I I just almost didn't know I had to learn how to give myself grace, but I had to learn too that hate, self-hate and self-loathing and criticism is never motivating, right? You're never going to want to feel to do better from that. And I had to really change my beliefs on that. And it's so true because I worried, oh, but if I don't keep pointing out that negative, I might just not try anymore. You know, I thought that, that pendulum of like how how does this work how do I fit if I'm I want to keep achieving but how do I get to a place where I'm content where I am you know because I'm this I want to do my best and I love being obedient and to the Lord and but in that the key was grace the key was love in yourself wherever you're at right and and by doing that for myself the savior was able to come in and confirm it with his truths. Right. And so, yeah, with those thoughts with Satan, the truth tool, it just built all the things that were taught in mothers who know just kept so I could practice it more and more and more. And, and it does take so much practice of just, you know, seeing it and noticing and paying attention and giving yourself grace. Like, Hey, it was a win because I noticed it this time, even though I, didn't respond great. And I got frustrated at my kids. Wait a sec. I was a little bit better because I thought about it, you know, and it just like being patient with yourself. That was the hardest thing for me. I just really, and it, but it's also the most life changing of just how you talk to yourself 
it's, you can do it. Like you can care for yourself in a way of, you know, you do something hard, tell yourself, good job. You did that. I'm so proud of you. Like if we can start nurturing ourselves and and doing that self-care of just love in our minds for ourselves and grace when we're not at our best, it's, it's practice and it's hard and we do better some days and some days we don't. But I learned a lot about that because I, I used to think self-care was, I mean, in my whole life with all my kids, raising my kids, someone would talk about self-care when I had younger kids. And I thought it meant, you know, going off to a cabin retreat for three days or getting a massage for an hour and a half. And I just felt like I never could do that. But I wish I would have learned this back then because I thought, man, it's not those things at all. That could come. That could totally bless you. But it's more how I talk to myself in my brain. I can be kind and gentle and love and take care of myself. And that to me is what self-care is. And it always connects me to the Lord because I'm loving myself in a place that can let him come in and solidify the truth that yes, you are loved and right where you are, even if you didn't do that great, like, let me help you, you know, and it just let him in. I just, it was like the key, Karen, that unlocked the door to letting him into my life again, more power. Yeah. So so you just said something, the word allow, you know, like there's something that has to do with our, our faith, right? Like us having the faith to believe that repentance and the atonement and being a mess is okay. Like there's, there's some faith work in there. Like to just be like, it's okay. That's what, that's what the savior's for. That's what he does for us. Cause that understanding also like we have to allow him to do his work with us. Right. Cause so much of us have it backwards. I have to do my work with me. And if I do enough, I can really get a lot accomplished doing my work with me. Right. And I, yeah, I think that, you know, that perfect life that goes per- exactly with that and how I felt, you know, like, oh, if I just work harder to be more of this, me plus more of more patient and more serviceable and all the things you just run yourself ragged trying to be more. And you think that's going to help you be Christ-like, but it just makes you exhausted and feel overwhelmed because you're never going to get there without the Savior, right? And so it's like, no, we've got to add the Savior to us. Me plus the Savior is what's going to make me more. That's how he can use what we have to give and magnify it. And so, yes, I do. I do think it's huge. And I, it was hard for me. It, I, to, I realized like I wasn't really okay with myself in a place of a mistake or not in a great place. I, you know, I, I was way more comfortable, which we all are right. When we're at our best, you know, you just feel like you're on top of the world, but really a key is being okay with yourself of your value and your worth in not a great place or after you've made a mistake or after you've, you know, gotten frustrated at your kids or, you know, misunderstood your husband and, you know, just these things that are so common where we're not our best. That is where I found like, okay, can I be okay with myself 
I don't, you know, I used to feel like if I got mad at my kids when they were little, I literally felt you either ignore it or you felt bad. I felt bad for days. Like I felt like I had to be in this bad spot of I'm the worst mom in the whole world. I, why do I, why am I even raising, I'm not even worthy to raise these kids. I shouldn't be, you know, all those thoughts when I, you know, I kind of felt like that was one of the steps of repentance. You had to feel like you were the worst person in the world, but I've changed my whole, because that is not motivating. And so I've really learned a ton that if it's an encouraging thought, it's can be from the Lord. If it's discouraging and it makes you feel discouraged, that is not from the Lord because he is always the encourager. And that has really, so it's just so good to just keep practicing and the, the savior will always help you be better, but it's always from a place of love and acceptance and connection together. Right. It's not yeah. like it's, it's that joining him, just like you talked about, like he's the power and he's our strength. Right. So yeah. it's life changing to practice these things. <laughs> okay. So the crossover of how that affects the way that we parent is huge, right? If we have that, if we have that belief in ourselves, like, you know, no, you just need to do better. No, you can't make mistakes. No, I'm not okay with myself when I make mistakes. If we are literally in our head without even knowing it, like that's my responsible voice. That's how I keep myself going in the right direction. And when our children do things that look like, wowzer, that's not the right direction. And that's really a big mistake or no, that's not what we're doing. That kind of thing. Not only can we get so self-loathing about ourselves and our capacity to be able to handle this, but because we haven't learned that piece of me plus Christ equals more Right. We, we are actually interpreting our own belief stuff onto, you know, our child just through our language and the way that we, you know, because you know how we withdraw our love from ourselves when we're doing bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I noticed I would do. I would, yep. I'm withdrawing my love from you. Someone who needs my love. I'm just going to withdraw my love because that's what I've done for years to me. And anyway, I don't think we sometimes necessarily even see that's what we're doing. That that's, but yeah, it really translates, doesn't it? Over to this message that we're sending our children about what success looks like. And right. And also whether or not to trust all the churchy things they're hearing like one of the things i think that we need to start relearning especially because we have such an authentic generation children coming to earth they're so authentic yes they want to choose for themselves they want to hear it themselves they they want to yeah and then we bring that kind of story it can make them feel like you know what? This just doesn't feel right to me. And mm-hmm. 
but to us, we can't see that it's wrong because we haven't quite connected the dots yet. Right. Right. And I think what you talked about earlier is just how, you know, if it becomes a part of us, we're able to do it better for our kids. Right. And, and you're exactly right. Like I wasn't okay with myself in a mistake. So I surely wasn't making them feel like they could be okay in a mistake. I was kind of go trying to white knuckle, you know, I felt like I almost had the belief and, and, you know, even sometimes felt like I was taught it sometimes of like, you just try to get through life without needing the atonement. You just be so good. So you don't have any of these big, bad things that you have to go through. Right. And, you know, there's some truth of making good choices. So you don't have to go through some things, but that wasn't helpful for me. And I had to relearn the fact that, you know what, listen, God loves you in your mistake. And we all need the atonement every day because he's the power that makes us do anything good. Like I'm convinced now everything good I do is because I have his strength with me right? Like it's not me anymore. And I feel like that is a real tool of Satan to overwhelm us as women, especially that you just keep doing, 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 doing all day to try to be perfect like him. And you're never okay with yourself. And it's an, you're just going to burn out, right? You just, it's, it's a never ending thing because you're never going to be enough by yourself, but it's with him. Your, your own little gift you give is going to be enough, right? And you're going to have extra. He's going to have baskets of bread and fish left over even from your little bit. And so I just have to go back to that and keep trusting. And it's a, it's a constant process of reminding yourself, right? Because life happens, but I just feel like I'm much more okay at being in a mess and not having everything squared away and looking in the box. Like I've kind of, I've actually thought to myself, I've blown up the box because life is not in a box anymore. I used to think this is what life was going to look like. And if I did everything and I had family night and scripture study with my family, it was going to look like this, right? And in my efforts, we're going to what was going to be, what was going to make it that way. And so now I've just learned so much more about trust and the savior and that there's one savior and it's not me. And he's already, you know, he's doing his work with my kids. And so that remembrance of letting him do his work and reminding myself over and over to trust him, which I believe, especially as your kids get older and become adults, you know, we get to learn a lot more of that because we have a lot more practice and it's hard and it's stretchy. But if really we are okay with things not looking a perfect way, with things not being so perfectly pretty like we thought or I thought growing up that was going to be I just think being okay with not okay is key it's really like accepting life like nothing's wrong with you as a mom if you have a mess right if one of your kids has a mess and then that can portray to them nothing's wrong with them they're in their journey they're here to learn let's you know 
it's what you do after the mess that matters, right? Like sometimes we just have those things happen or we make mistakes and it's not about the mistakes. It's almost like, don't worry about the mistake, worry about what you do after it. That's really what matters. So just keep turning to the savior over and over. Yeah. Those things have really helped me change how I parent, you know? That's so good because there's this message. And along with that, just so important to communicate that it's not just what you're going to do after the mess. It's also recognizing that you're going to make another one. Right. Right. You're going to make another mess. And that's literally what Heavenly Father's plan was set up for. Tons and tons of messes continually. And, and the Savior made it possible for us to make as many messes right. as we need to make or right. accidentally make or make on purpose even. Like yep. messes are going to happen because this is mortality and there's a scientific side of choosing the right. Right? Like there's a science in it. Like you can't. Just choose the right because you decide, I'm always going to choose the right. You can choose the right because you get good at noticing your thoughts, caring for your feelings, right? being nice to yourself, allowing the Lord to come and be in that space with you and repenting and not turning away from him, but repent and turn to him, you know, come to him. But we think, well, I just keep making the same mistake, right? And so for us to teach our kids, it's okay. As long as you're facing the Savior and try, you're on the right path. Yep. Yep. Face him and try. That's it. Right. And I think we have to practice to re-change our beliefs about that, right? Like just in a class yesterday, I heard, you know, the noble and great ones and you hear that and you think, oh, that's, that wasn't me. Those are the amazing people. But they said the noble and great ones are those that just are willing to keep trying and showing up and keep trying and turning to the savior. And so I think we all have that desire. And so it's just kind of letting yourself let him in by loving yourself in those places of mess. And then he can come in and start helping you clean it up, right? Like you're not going to ever do it without him. And so I just love that analogy and that, that truth that it really is. We got to be more okay with not being okay. <laughs> it's kind of like be, um, get, uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? That yoga breaks, but it's true in life. Like, you know. Just let go of something's wrong with me because there's messes here. Like, that's not, that's why we're here, right? He would not have had to make an atonement if he did not believe that in us, that it's, we're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. He thought we had to be perfect. He wouldn't have needed to make, you know, perform the atonement. So really practicing those thoughts really has helped me. So, yeah. What are some of the... What are some of the things you've noticed? Because you mentioned connection and vulnerability earlier. What are some of the things that you've witnessed that are over there with other women? If you're in others, you know. If there's something you've witnessed, like being, because you've been here for a bit, right? Long enough to to see someone 
goes through the same thing that you did in transforming. I, I would just, I just think realizing you almost have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable to realizing. I think it's like anything, right? To gain a testimony of anything, you have to live it. You have to be willing to live it to gain the testimony. So I think that's really true with connection, right? You have to be willing to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and share and get a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, and then you'll, you'll get the power. And I have had such a powerful testimony strengthened that I, I mean, just, it's almost like didn't even think I needed that testimony strengthened of that area in my life. You know, I thought I'm fine with my little family and the Lord. If I just keep connecting with the Lord, that's great. And that is great. But I just realized the strength of having a team of people here, right? Like, yes, we have angels helping us, but we, we need real physical angels helping us that we can hug and relate to and laugh with and just feel supported by in our mess and not judged by. Right. And so I feel like that's the beauty of mothers who know is every single person is coming from a place of, I need the Lord. And almost like we have to have our box blown up before we get to a place where we know we need the Lord and we need other people that need the Lord like we do. In reality, everyone is in this place, right? We're all in the same yeah. place, but it seems like we have to go through these hard things. That's why hard things refine us, right? Because we need him more and we need, and we realized I didn't even know I needed other people more, right? Like I just thought, I just need the Lord more, but I need women who are needing the Lord as much as me, right? And so they're bringing me to the Lord better than I could do just by myself. And so I think you just feel this power and this connection of it, it just reconfirms week after week that I am okay to be in this place where I'm at, even if it's uncomfortable, right? Even if it's a mess, like, because they treat you and they, they respond to you that you're okay in this place. Like, we love you. You're loved. You're understood. And so then it helps you believe that the Lord could feel that way about you, right? Because we yeah. doubt. But it's just reconfirm these truths of, that I, yeah, I just, I really, that was a surprise gift for me in being a part of this group because I just thought, man, this is so good because it's bringing me to the savior, yeah. but it's bringing me to women who continually help me come closer to the savior. Does that make sense? So it's just like yeah. this extra layer of power that I have. Yeah. That's so good. And the, your empathy grows, your understanding of not just yourself, but other women and so when you go places that aren't in the meeting at Mothers You Know, you're like totally more into like, I see you so much better than I used to. Other like your sisters, your mother, right. your your ward sisters, your neighbor. You just are like, I can see you so much better now because I'm not so into myself and trying to appear a certain way to you. Now I can just now I can just see you. Yeah. And, and we can I can really just love you and because I know that 
you're acting that way I used to act. It looks like I'm amazing. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to come across as the great church lady that I am. But if yep. you could really see my heart and really come and look at what's going on in my house, you would think, why is she acting like that? Right? She's got a mess yeah. over here. But yeah. when you when you settle into that place of that's what everybody is dealing with, it's that level of heart and worry and heartache, then you can you think, I see you and mm-hmm. you're allowed to be there. And there's just this even a connection that's unspoken that they can feel that says, You're you're a good mommy. You're a good woman. You're good. And boy, I wish I could hand you the download, but we all have to learn it on our own, but connecting and using our voices together. Oh, it just magnifies it. Like you said earlier, it just happens in a big way. So you participated for about a year, just listening and you had just come to the mom power training and maybe you, I think you were here before mom power started, right? Were you? Yeah, I was. I yeah. was actually. And I would just listen at like, I didn't care what they did. It was just uplifting every week. Like I, I didn't know the difference of what classes were being taught. It was just, and I would come to both. I would come to the mothers who know and the warrior mothers who know and just listen. Like it was just so uplifting. Yeah. And then you just slowly start getting to where yeah, I just want to be more and more involved because it. I see what it does to strengthen me personally. Yeah. So, and, uh, so you participated in, you know, Mothers Who Know, which was a 9 a.m. meeting we used to have that was kind of like a, I don't know, I guess I would come and just say, I'm just going to talk about what's on my mind. It's kind of what I would do. And we would talk a lot about the gospel and discuss things. And then... We went to the Mon Power training and you've been in that, but what was it that, because I think what you were referring to earlier was there's a level of not just because mothers, you know, the warrior mothers, you know, and Mon Power training, those are all our free resources. Right. Um, but there's another level, which is not a free resource. It's only $49 a month or a scholarship if you need it, right? To have it. Right. that. But there's um this m- smaller group of women called Team Mom Power, T-E-A-M. Together, everyone achieves more mom power. And so, yeah, was that scary for you to do that? Yeah, I it was. And, I, you know, I think it's really interesting, too, how as I look back, you just see little things start to come together as you're growing and changing beliefs. and You know, one of my things that it was really powerful for me to do was to sign up for that was the fact that I was worth spending that money on. Like that is really interesting because before it was like, you know, I, I, I can kind of see how Satan used my total dedication, my knowledge, how important it was to be a mom, right? Like to to change and to like, as a half truth where he used that to make negative beliefs sometimes of that, of what it meant to be a mom. And, you know, this isn't going great. So you must not be a good mom. And all those lies that we hear equal, you know, equaling 
value as a mom. And so, you know, I just kind of was like, you give everything to being a mom. That was my full desire. And so I really felt like I could do it. But in that, I had to kind of relearn to find myself again. And so long story short, just just the fact that it actually helped me grow in that way of changing a negative belief about myself that, you know, I could easily, you know, spend that money to sign my kids up for something. But myself, I kind of was like, I, I didn't know that I didn't believe that I was worth it somehow, or just that it was valuable to spend that money on. So that was a really interesting little piece that it felt validating to be able to do that because, and yeah, so it, but it had, so money aside, like that was huge for me to be like, this is so cool. And it does best you like, you're like, man, I, you know, this is a neat thing I'm putting the investment into and I'm going to get out of it. So yeah, it's worth it. It's way, way worth it. And it's been such a blessing because you do, you dig in a little bit deeper because it's a smaller group in the team mom power. You guys all talk. We all, everybody says something, every meeting we share, you share, and it just cements. It's just like cementing in the things that we're trying to accomplish with, you know, my savior, focusing on my savior and the owning my field and the, you know, my truth, all those things that were taught in our lessons in those other classes, you just really cement them in. You just, and, and that's one thing I love that as I was talking with you earlier, Karen, of just how, you know, I, when I would listen at the beginning, I would just think, oh, I just want this to be a part of me. Like I, I would just take notes, 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 every single class. Like I, I literally have like three notebooks and two binders full of notes from all my years of listening. Right. And I was like, oh, I just, anything I could do to try to get it inside of me. So it was part of me and it was a part of my heart. I just want it to be natural. And it's just neat to think that maybe some of the, the things to see when they kind of start to be a little bit natural for you. Right. And so I feel like that jump has has come of like just the repetition, right? We need to be reminded and hear things multiple times. They say, you know, seven times before you can remember something. Well, for me, it's just that practicing every day and getting those things into your heart. And so that's been the power for me is I feel like it changes you when it's written on the fleshy tablets of your heart. And I don't need my notes anymore, right? Like I don't have to read it from my notes in that class. I and believing it. And it's a part of me now. Yeah. So that's cool when you start to see that in yourself. Yeah, it's so cool. And it's so cool to witness too. And I think that's what is so rewarding too, when you realize me participating here is kind of creating an atmosphere that is a solution, not just for me, but a healing solution for, for you and you and you. And so when you start speaking it like it's been so yeah rewarding and so beautiful just as someone who you know knows a little bit about your journey and cares really deeply for you to just see that yeah it is part of you like you can just speak it and it can it just is so rewarding 
and makes me feel so excited just because I think, yeah, it doesn't make your life all better. It doesn't make all your problems go away. I mean, I totally know Jen is in the fight just like me. We're, <laughs> we're both battling yeah. hard, but, but it's like, I know she is at a level that I would want to go shoulder to shoulder with her into battle. Like, like she would just, she'd know, no, Karen, that's what that is. Or Karen, I'm kind of struggling. Can you tell me this? And I would tell her. And because we're having the same language, you'd say, okay, I get it. Yes. Yeah. And you see that in the team mom power. You see yeah. ladies do that for each other. And it's so cool. It's like, you know, and, and you, you, because you don't feel judged, you feel totally good where you're at with them. They can say something to you that's like, oh, that's totally a lie. What you're thinking, you know, like, and you feel the love and you feel like, oh my gosh, it really is. And it's just this cool, we're growing together and, and it just makes the journey, you know, a little bit more, we're okay with the journey a little bit better because we, we, we have this support and we don't have to be perfect in the journey and we're just a little more. I'm so much happier because I'm allowing myself to have the journey and not think I have to, you know, be on this straight, but it's just like, wait, the journey is how I become who I need to be, right? Like, don't fight the journey anymore. Embrace the journey because the journey is what makes you who the Lord knows you can be. And so more embracing of that has really made me so much happier and be able to find peace, right? Because fighting it all the time is exhausting and trying to not have any problems is exhausting and trying to look like you've got everything together. It's exhausting, right? And so I just think as women in the church, we just need this because it's helped us to be real where we are, but progress at a faster rate because we're real where we are. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't ever think that was, they went so hand in hand. If I can accept where I'm at and love myself where I'm at, I actually start making way more progress than when I was beating myself up for where I was at. Mm -hmm. You know, it's cool. It's so cool. It's very cool. And even like, that's why I think the connection and the team is really a big deal too especially that smaller group when we can, we get to know each other's stories a little better. We get to know like, that's the hard battle that that sister faces. And this is the right. hard battle. And it's okay for me to say, this is where it's kind of hard for me right now, you know? And it's not a pity party. It's an empowering dynamic of, we see you. We're holding this space for you to have that pain, to say what you need to say. And then we're going to meet you with truth and love and connection but it's so amazing because we often say this thing in whether she know and it is if you like i'm so blind sometimes in my own storm right i'm so blind in my own storm because there's so many emotions a lot of thoughts i'm trying to manage i have this very personal connection with somebody who i'm supposed to love but they're hard for me to love right now i'm just working through all these feelings and so when we can bring the mess to group and say, this is how I'm trying to own my battlefield and it's feeling really messy right now. But if I can see you 
if you allow me to see you, I'm going to see myself so much more clearly. Yep. Or if I show you me and then I allow you to see me and then you give me a perspective that I can't see in the storm that I'm in. Wow. I can see myself so much more clearly. Yep. Yep. And that's something you have to do again to believe, right? Like you kind of have to be willing to go there because I didn't, I'd heard it said, but I didn't quite kind of that, you know, having to put myself out there, I thought, oh, well, I can still get the benefit of this. And I, and I was right. And it was fine. I was slower than some people maybe, but I do feel like the progress has heightened and, and, and just my connections are going, are coming faster. The more I'm putting into it, I guess that's true about everything, right? The more we put into it, the more we're going to get out of it. And so I just think that's a neat thing that the Lord's okay with you where you're at. And, and these groups, these mom power, team mom power is, it really is a team and you feel like you're supported in your, in your stuff. Like you said, you see yourself clearer, like they can be having a totally different experience than you, but they will express things and you will be like, oh my heavens, that Yes, I relate so closely to them and you know you're not alone. And then you see ways you'll have, you know, the spirit will teach you ways of, oh, maybe this is another way I could look at this or see this based on what they're sharing. And so I just feel like, man, we can all be having different experiences, but the principles there bless me every single time, right? If Even if they're in a different place and what they're sharing I think, oh, wow, it does. And you see yourself clearer. Yeah. That's why the connection's so powerful, right? Like we can't, when we're isolated, we don't see ourselves as clearer. I don't think I didn't, you know? And so, so good. It's just such a powerful place to be. <laughs> it's such yeah. a blessing because I didn't know I even needed it, you know? Right. <laughs> totally. And, you know, it's interesting as I'm considering, you know, just how cool it's been to get to know you and your story. I'm just thinking like, until you thought now I'm super invested, I'm going there. That's when you like that ability that really started coming out of you was now it's like in me and it's coming right out my mouth. It's like, I'm becoming, I'm becoming the new creature that, you know, it's written on my heart. Now that I'm thinking of that, like it wasn't until you joined that more team mom power that you started doing that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And it's funny because I kind of, I mean, I had heard about it and I kind of thought, well, no, this is just fine. You know, that I don't have to figure out budget for that. I don't have to, you know, it just was like the easiest thing to just keep coming and, you know, whatever to the free classes. But it really was that team mom power is just a deeper level on so many levels for me. And, and I just, it's neat to kind of look back and realize that because yeah, I, and to see the beauty of being able to share those things, right? Like, you know, in, in our callings, in our, with our kids, just, it kind of can start to come out of us, right? When it's deeper. (laughs) So Wow. So good. 
Yeah. Could you see why I was excited to introduce you to Jen? Oh, thank you, Karen. It's so fun to talk to you. Yeah, it's so good. So if you were to like think, I'm here now and I'm just going to, well, well, now I'm wondering if I should ask you this. I'm thinking, yeah, no, let me think. Yeah. If you were to just think, hmm, how you would answer, like every time we're in Team Mom Power, we answer a really common question, right? Common question that's in a lot of the groups in any kind of program in life-changing services. Everybody's quite familiar with the question, hey, why are you fighting and why don't you just give up? Why? Why do you do that? And it's just we two two women answer that every week in in our team mom power groups but we don't often say it out loud in our mom power people will put it in the chat and things and we will read what they write but what's the difference in saying it and hearing people say it out loud to you and then yeah I I love that question because I think you start to see it like again in your life you I didn't because I felt great power in writing it right like I would whenever since I heard that I was like oh man in my journaling in the morning or with my time with God I'm writing that down because I loved when I heard you know that's a message to Satan and the Lord where you are where you stand today and just make it's almost just making a declaration you know so I would try to just write even if it was you know a short little thing of why I fight and I also loved writing who am I right like just just kind of connecting for 30 seconds of the truth of like who are you really and that was neat too because I was able to kind of share that piece little pieces you know that's right to share with your kids or to share with someone and and have a have it be a little bit of a mantra that they can share, you know, and just I am and, and I kind of have the same start, you know, I'm a beloved daughter of heavenly parents, which is what the young woman's theme is. And I love that. And and my kids, they all will say, like, I'll say, Who are you? You know, if if we're going out the door or we didn't really have a great time, you know, that they're late that morning. All I have to do is say, you know who are you? And they will say, I am a beloved son or daughter of heavenly parents who love me more than I can even comprehend. And they will help me do anything I need to do today. And that is like, you can walk out the door knowing he's right there with you. Like just take him with you, you know, let him stand by you. My favorite scriptures, wherefore be of good cheer and do not fear for I, the Lord will stand by you. And I just love that so much because we need him, right? So, but the power in saying it out loud is just, it's neat. It just connects you. It's sharing with each other, even especially when you know somebody's in a really hard place, right? And they are like, or when you're in a really hard place, you can still, it's like, just give what you have. You, you're still showing up, right? That's sometimes enough. You just showing up here 
we are so proud of you, right? Because we know you're just in the storm and the mess and you're just fighting so hard to be close to the Savior today. And and reminding ourselves, it's just, it's a super powerful question that I would, man, some get it into your life, get put it in your journaling, but also talking to each other, you hear other reasons and you just are so inspired by, you know, why, why we fight? Why do we not give up? Because we all have times when we do want to give up, right? And we're like, okay, you know what? I am not sure why I'm not giving up, but then you have to think of a reason and there's always a reason, right? And come back to the truth and you realize, you know what? No, I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to go take a nap right now. And I'm going to go cry right now or whatever you need to do, but then I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep fighting because I want to be with the savior. It's all going to be worth it because the joy and the love we feel from him, there's no better feeling in the whole world. So it's like, I will never give up because I want that feeling forever. And I want my family to, and I just want the blessings the Lord's promised us that he will give no matter what. Right. And so (laughs) it kind of reminds you too, of the Lord's promises for me. It clicks me into, you know what? I can, I can hang on. He's going to give his promises. I don't know when, but I know he will. Mm. And so I'm going to keep fighting because I love him and I want to be by him. You know, it is powerful. It's funny because these scenes are so little, Karen, but they, they're huge. They're like a key that unlocks another huge door that brings you closer to him. You know, for me, like, it's just like, you would not think writing something down or saying something out loud was going to change you that much, but it really does. So yeah, it's such a, such a blessing. You're a blessing, and I'm so grateful to know you, Jen. I'm so grateful to know you, Karen. Yeah, and thanks for thanks for having a big enough mess at your house that you bumped into me. So good, <laughs> man. Best thing that happened to me so far. I just feel like this is one of the greatest blessings from Heavenly Father. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I really that's the thing that we are noticing as we look at our stats. So many more women are coming from outside of life-changing services. Like they don't come through the programs. They come from outside. We really? can't really figure out where they're coming from, but we want them to keep coming. But right. I mean, there's so many, uh, there's just a lot of, you don't have to have a mess. You don't have to say, I have the biggest mess, the kind of mess that I have to enroll my child into a program or. Right put myself in that program, whatever that looks like. It's just, if you have a heart and yeah. you're a human right. and you have an enemy, one enemy, the adversary, then you could use mothers, you know, right. And you, it'll help you show up better. Right. It'll just help you in so many ways. I've thought that so many times that man, I'm not even in the same situation as this other person, but man, it's strengthening me right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter what situation you're in, like just life and trying to be the best you that you want to be, that the Lord wants you to be. This will bless you so much because it brings you to him, you know, in ways I didn't know how to do before. <laughs> right. And when you can, when you can find him. You truly find you. So true. So true. 
Yeah, that's the way I feel. I feel like I still am a hot mess. I still really struggle with so many things. I'm like, can I be done struggling with that yet? I really <laughs> need to be done with that. But it's you've said it so beautifully, and it is yeah. Really, finding him is finding me. It's like that whole me plus Christ equals more. Like I just. I find me because he is with me. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's so true, you know, and just embrace the journey of life. That's another thing that mm-hmm. I just feel like take away, like be okay with yourself in the journey. Like, it, you know, then you can enjoy it more <laughs> if you're, yeah. if we're not trying to fight against the journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. So if you were to reach back and just say, Hey, Jen, the Jen back there that was that Jen over there, that's the same beautiful, wonderful person that just wasn't aware of what you know now. And you knew she was in that place. Like, what would you say to her? Man, I would just say, You're in the right place. If you're here listening to this, keep coming because this is something that really it was the key like I said kind of connected dots and unlocked doors that I didn't know how to do you know I was trying to do it on my own I didn't know how to bring the savior in in some ways like I talked about earlier so just but also hope like there's so much hope and yet sometimes it's in it we're in such a frustrating place so full of emotions it really doesn't feel like there is like you just feel this heavy right and so somehow letting myself know letting other people know it's okay again it's okay to not be okay right like be let yourself be where you're at let yourself experience those things that you're going through the emotions that you're feeling and then try to, you know, just, I don't know. I just think loving, loving you, I would just try to really help myself become to that because you don't believe it sometimes unless, you know, you're, you're not at a place. You just have to slowly, slowly get there. But the Lord, just by you showing up, I just know he will help you little by little by little. You'll grow. You'll get things you need. You'll hear things you need. And so just kind of be patient with yourself in the process. Just keep practicing little things. But I don't know, just lean, try to lean towards him, right? Even in when you don't feel like you have it figured out, which we never do. No one really does, right? Just keep leaning towards him, right? Trying to get towards him. Well, I, yeah, just keep, keep plugging away. I would just keep, you know, giving hope that the light of the savior can touch the situation because you're already here. You're already trying to shed light into it. And so it will be brighter and it, it's going to work out. Like if we're on the savior's team, I just feel like it's going to work out. And I have to tell myself that right. In other situations that I have or whatever, you have to, we have to remind ourselves the Lord's got this. There's a plan. He's smarter than me. Like there's a reason there's a purpose, all of those truths. And I just would try to, yeah, 
share that love and also that validation that, you know, you're okay. It's okay. It's okay really to be here. You don't need to feel bad anymore about that. It means anything about you. Like this is your, think of the woman that's going to emerge through this trial. Like you are going to be amazing, you know, like, cause you kind of don't believe it. It's the worst thing ever when you're at the beginning. So amen. Oh, just that validation and love will help you keep, keep moving forward. And then someday you'll look back and see beauty from ashes, right? Where you didn't think there was a possible way it could come. So good. Oh, thank you, Janet. <laughs> You're so fun to talk to. <laughs> and you are too. But thank you that you've given us such a great gift just to hear your testimony and hear your your growth and what I hope that the listeners notice too is it's not like we're creating a whole new something like all you heard Jen talk was the gospel of Jesus Christ that's all she talked it was just that's what this is it's it's about Heavenly Father's plan and the Savior championing his plan for us and what she's figured out about the things that block her from that but I mean it was just that's what I think is so reliable and eternally reliable is that when you say connect dots, it's like something I thought I had framed exactly the way it should be needed to be needed to be repaired and, and adjusted. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yep. good. It's so good because we can actually let him do his work. It's just really, it's, it's so life-changing to just say okay you're amazing and I believe in you and you have got this and I'll even let you do it with me right yeah. <laughs> like okay I'm gonna stop trying to control everything and let you do your work and then it's kind of freeing too because you're like you know what I don't have to judge I, I am not the judge I can just love that person now and it kind of frees you for women other people your kids, whoever, you, you're kind of like, I'm going to let the Savior do it. That's his job. And I can just love. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's kind of fun, right? <laughs> Opens you up to be able to love. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the miracle right there. Such a miracle. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jen. So fun. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers You Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA eight young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. 
You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at mothers underscore who know. Last, if you would like additional support and training, please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers You Know website at mothersyouknow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at lifechangingservices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothersyouknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.